Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching, mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. It is Thursday, June 24. Stephanie Spangler, Greg Taylor. Um, Monday night, it got down to 51 degrees at my house. Steph, I'm assuming that's not good pool weather. Is that right? Not the greatest, but it yeah. sure was good sleeping weather. Yeah, that's right. Uh, turn off the air conditioning. Except I did. Open up the windows. I opened them, and yes. my cat oh. went crazy. Oh, because night. the windows were open? Something was out there, and oh. I have never heard such a screech. And a, I mean, it sounded like a person screaming. Wow. It was scary. Well, you know what the moral of that story is, right? Get rid of the cat. Don't have a cat, Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> Just kidding. You no, probably no, love no. your cat. I, if, if someone wanted a cat out there, yeah. Stephanie contact me. secondchurch.com. <laughs> yeah. You'll be taking applications. Let's make a deal. His name is Kitty. Kitty. He's well, orange. I think yeah. that's a great name for a cat is yeah. Kitty. Way to go. But it did dip down and it got pretty chilly. It did. Yeah. It did. But hey, we are so glad that you are joining us today for another week of exciting discussion <laughs> about the things of this world mm-hmm. and our community through the lens of faith and cats. And, and cats, cats, apparently. That's the right. weather and cats. And I've been looking forward to today. Two of our buddies have, are joining us. Miles Clark from Crossroads Christian Church. Chris Lawler from Catlin Church of Christ. Yeah. Guys, welcome. Well, thank you. These are yeah. a good combo. I like it. Have Thanks. you always come in Paris here? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think so. He carries it, so I okay. get to just kind of follow uh, yeah. along. Oh, no, no, you carry it, and then I follow along. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You That's know, we, we had you guys on a couple months ago, yeah. I think back in April, and Chris, you were talking at that time about launching Thursday night worship, yeah. and I had the opportunity to yeah. show up on a Thursday yeah. night. You did a great job. Well, thanks, thanks. You and you were going through the the fight, um, yeah, the versus series, kind yeah. of the battles we face, and uh, just wrap that up uh, this past. Well, um, yeah, just this last weekend, wrap that up. Now so. I've got to tell you though, you had kind of was it a mannequin that was on stage? Yeah, yeah. And, and I, the whole time I thought it was a mannequin of Donald Trump. I really thought it was. Do- <laughs> and then afterwards I got up there and I'm like, that's yeah. not Donald. Better Trump. hair, so, better hair. No, I mean, he's, he's actually my sparring dummy. I have him okay. in my basement, which is a true story. No yeah. arms, so he can't hit back. And I but, thought it was uh, great. Yeah. So talk about Thursday night. I know you guys are gonna suspend it for a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. What we, have you uh, learned? We have really enjoyed it. Uh, this this Thursday will be our final um, for a while. It'll right. be it will be in a three-month trial uh, to see what went well and what we liked. And there were a tremendous number of things that we really, really liked. Um, it was not our largest service by any stretch, but the folks that came uh, really largely were the folks that we had hoped would come, those who weren't connected on Sundays, yeah. mm-hmm. weren't coming yeah. either because of COVID concerns, still like to have some space. Right. Or some of them had just not been there for a while. And a few, um, that's the first time we've seen them at all. And so mm-hmm. some really good things came from it. Well, I'll tell you, for me, that day, I knew my wife had something at her school all night long, and it was kind of a light week if we have such a thing. And and yet, I almost talked myself out of it and Mm. thought, you know, I could just stay on the couch. But I got to tell you, it was a blessing to to be in a worship service. I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. 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 And it was a great sermon. Well, thanks. That's what I heard. Yeah, I appreciate it. He came back and was talking about it. Wow. And I I will be talking to you about that because we're launching October 7th. Yeah. Thursday evenings, and so we'll be talking. Yeah. Did yeah, we say it. what tr- churches you guys were from? I did. Yes. I did. did yeah. Catlin and Crossroads. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's all right. Your left, our right. 
That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. So good stuff. But hey, guys, a lot that I want to get into today. And I want to start with an article from World Magazine. And I want to just throw this out. I've mentioned it a couple times on radio. Every day, Monday through Friday, I start my day with the same routine. A cup of coffee, walking the Golden Retriever, listening to the podcast, The World and Everything in It. And it is the news through a biblical worldview. And I've just really fallen in love with it. I really, really like it. But they had a story that it had me rolling down the streets of Denville West. And I don't know if I should even be laughing at this or not, but it's the story of the Wicked Bible. <laughs> Steph, have you heard the story I of the Wicked not. Bible? No. Not till you sent me this article. And so way back in 1631, I mean, we're talking a long time ago, mm. Robert Barker and Martin Lucas, they were London publishers and booksellers with Royal Warrants of Appointment Printing Company. They were given the bid to reprint the King James Version Bible. But they made a huge mistake. Yeah. It was actually an omission. The seventh commandment. <laughs> do you know the seventh commandment? Yeah. Yeah. Thou shalt not, not commit, commit adultery. adultery. Well, they forgot the word not. Yeah. And so it went into print. <laughs> Thou shalt commit adultery. Yeah. Did it become a bestseller? Well, um, <laughs> they confiscated yeah. all mm. of the, the huh. printings of it. And these guys were fined and they were stripped mm -hmm. of their Publishing. printing license. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. But this article that I'm linking right now, the fascinating thing about it is it was not the only time that that has happened. There have been some major faux pas in the history of printing. Way back in 1562, an edition of the Geneva Bible declared that Matthew 5, 9 said, Blessed are the placemakers, for yeah. they shall be the children of God. Of course, it should be peacemakers. Mm -hmm. A 1612 printing of the authorized version has Judas, not Jesus, saying, sit ye here while I go yonder and pray. That, that's kind of a big deal. Mm -hmm. um, in Matthew... Uh, excuse me, in uh, Psalm 119.61, a King James edition says that printers have persecuted me <laughs> without without cause instead of princes. And then in 1717, the Clarendon Press Bible had the parable of the vinegar <laughs> instead of the parable of the vineyard workers. Um Stephanie, you're you're an English person. You're my spell checker. Yeah. And my I, I, English. And I didn't do so well last Sunday. I noticed I had <laughs> was a there a mistake. Yeah. Was there? Instead of good grace, it said God grace. Did it really? I missed it. Yep. So well, obviously anyway. I did too. But I missed um, it. it just makes you realize how important mm -hmm. words mm -hmm. really are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. So uh, what, what do we learn from that? What's the takeaway from that? Well, I think what it said is to err is human. I mean, yeah. the Bible's God breathed, but the people. You right. know, transcribing uh, it sometimes yeah. made mistakes. Right. Can you imagine how hard it would be? Oh, unbelievable. I mean, yeah. They yeah. didn't do it. They didn't have computers. So. We just watched a movie on Netflix. I don't know if I recommend it or not, um, <laughs> but it's The Professor and the Madman, mm -hmm. and it's the story of the first Oxford Dictionary. Way back uh -huh. in 18, I don't know, mm -hmm. 80, something mm -hmm. along those lines. Mel Gibson, Sean Penn. Um, you know, it's okay, but it's amazing. It took them decades to make this happen, yeah. Yeah. and we just forget how different the yeah. world was at that time yeah. and how challenging things are today. Do you guys so. handwrite your sermons? I handwrite. Hand uh, I manuscript uh, a draft, uh -huh. and then I kind of uh, work it down to an outline, yeah. and then I memorize the outline okay. and kind of go from there. Computer? 
Um, right? Just whatever I find online. No, that's a joke. That's a, that's a joke. There no, we go. it was very similar. Oh, well, well. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Please don't yeah. don't come at me. Um, yeah. I handwrite it first, uh -huh. um, and then by the time I'm ready to preach, it's a it's a typed outline. Yeah. So I told you a couple of weeks ago, I've always done the computer, but I was listening to a podcast, and it was C.S. Lewis that said every preacher and teacher should write by hand. Now, he would have had a typewriter back in the day, mm -hmm. but he said you are most creative when mm -hmm. you are writing, and so I've started doing that. And do mm -hmm. you feel like your creative I, juices are flowing? I don't know if it's just... C.S. Lewis swimming in my head, yeah. but it, I, I've liked it. Your I past really few have. sermons have been really good. Well, thank you, Stephanie. I appreciate I mean, and that. I'm not just saying that for me. I've heard other yeah. people say that. So. Appreciate it. So, that must mean your your earlier ones were not We're not so very hot. good. I'm That's right. Sure, you always wonder when hey, you I, get a compliment. We hey, had that was someone. your best one ever. <laughs> like, well, we had that? someone who visited Sunday with another family yeah. to support them. It's one of our leaders and uh, his wife, and they shared that uh, it was a great message yeah, yeah. so awesome. there you go so. good stuff absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. i would say on this whole wicked bible thing is a, yeah. a, a little cringy certainly but yeah. it actually made me feel better that yeah. you know for those of us who use words for a living uh, i've got some pretty rough ones oh, in my man. in my file and yeah. so i feel a little better about myself yeah you, you always know you're in trouble we had a former preacher here at second church years ago i won't name him but he thought he was gonna say i've been a lifelong workaholic but instead it came out i've been a lifelong alcoholic <laughs> and he, he couldn't understand People the like, gas yeah. <laughs> from the uh the audience i think but... i know who that was but yeah. i won't mention you gotta love so, coach yeah. right absolutely but yeah, Absolutely. we all do. We do that kind of thing or catch. Yeah. I, That's right. You'll say something that you know people are going to take humorously. And, yeah. and I, so I try not to make eye contact with the ones that I know yeah. are right. going to do that. Right. You know, right. So. Absolutely. Well, hey, let's take a break. When we come back, I want to turn political for a moment. And so I know Stephanie's kind of rolling her eyes here at this point, but something is in full unfolding within the Catholic Church, kind of a mandate to politicians that um, they need to change their way or not seek communion. And a Democratic politician has talked back to the Catholic mm -hmm. Church. And I just find that interesting. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk about it when we come back. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, June 24. Greg Taylor, Stephanie Spangler with friends Miles Clark and Chris Lawler. We'll be right back after this. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments, and he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC, member SIPC. You know it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. 
Hans Tankwash is thankful for the impact of Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Here now from Executive Director Bethany Hager. For almost 30 years, Women's Care Clinic has provided free services to local women and men making pregnancy decisions. We offer pregnancy testing, ultrasound scanning, parenting education, group support, and assistance with all the items parents need to welcome home baby. Thank you, Vermillion County, for all your support. Find us at danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. This is Deanna Witzel from River Main County McDonald's. Our family and staff enjoy being a part of your family's lives. From a stop at McDonald's on your way to work or planning a lunch with friends or coworkers, we understand, understand that, that you need quick and friendly service with hot and fresh food. I'm Don Witzel, and we strive to fill that need every day. Whether, Whether you're, you're on your way, way home, home from school or work, your Vermillion County McDonald's is waiting to serve you an afternoon snack or a family dinner. This is Rob Witzel along with my sister Katie. We, we invite, invite you to, to stop, stop at your favorite Vermillion County McDonald's today. At McDonald's, we're a part of every community. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, June 24th. We're almost finished with another month. I mean, the summer's flying by. You know what happened this month, this week, that's significant? Summer solstice. Yeah. The oh, longest yeah, the day longest of the year. Day. And isn't it like seven days of really long and yeah, then it starts shortening? Yeah, but they know. say June 20, it, it, peaks, it peaks. And then like the 21st is almost the same, but the days are getting shorter. Before yeah. long, the snow will be flying. Well, we've yeah. had some beautiful wow. weather this we past have. week. And so, yeah. I mean, it's been great. We had yeah. some hot ones yep. a few, you know, last week, but yep. this week. I nice. always like this time of the year, though, because, you know, it's the longest day you're going to have. Right. And, you know, we were talking a couple of weeks ago with Jeff Mayfield and his trip to Alaska. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I yeah. just looked at that community that he talked about where he took the basketball yes. team. And so on summer solstice, the sun set at 12.04 and the sun rose at like 2.24. Oh, my Something goodness. like that. Yeah. So like two hours of darkness. That's it? That's it. Yeah. Oh, that would really mess so up don't live in northern sleep. Alaska, yeah. I guess. Hey, you brought up in our first segment about the Democrats and Catholic churches. What's going on? Fill us in. There's been this ongoing dispute with leaders in the Catholic Church as it pertains to American politicians that hold what they are calling radical abortion policies. And I'll just be honest, as a pro-life person, they are radical abortion policies. I mean, when you think that anyone for any reason should be able to abort an eight-month, three-and-a-half-week-old baby, I mean— I would tell you that's infanticide. Mm. But the bishops met last week, and they are drafting a document speaking about the worthiness of receiving communion. Mm. And it's in the, the aftermath of this that they've actually named the president and they've named the Speaker of the House, and they've named other high-profile Catholics. I mean, they're not just going after anybody, but right. people that are part mm-hmm. of the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, if that's your position— mm-hmm you should consider yourself unworthy to receive communion. Mm. Well, a Democratic congressman from California, Ted Lieu, came out and said, I dare you. Mm. And if you go down that road, um, I may turn around and try to have the Catholic Church's tax-exempt status revoked, which good luck with that. That's not going to happen necessarily. But here's the question I have for the three of you is, we all do the Lord's Supper uh, every week mm-hmm. at our churches. That's mm-hmm. a staple of the Church of Christ, Independent Christian Church, the idea of receiving the elements, the idea of remembering Jesus, uh, the idea that Jesus is coming again. I mean, right. that's part of what it's all about. Uh, should we ever be telling someone because of a position you hold or because of a behavior you've been a part of, you are not welcome to receive communion? I, I recoil at that, quite honestly. 
What do you think, Miles? Jump sure. in. What do you think? You know, uh, I can I can see the the thought behind, um, especially with uh, the abortion issue, right? Of of the church, you know, saying it's such a, a, a it's such a tragic thing and a terrible thing, right? Um, and then uh, those those politicians need to show their position on that, you know, and they generally do. Um, but as I said, we were having a discussion before. Yeah. Um, I do not believe that, uh, uh, church officials, uh, have any business interfering in, in the sacraments because that, you know, we talk about how this is a moment when we commune with him. Right. And so, um, how can I make the decision on whether someone else should commune with him? Right. And, uh, and, and, and honestly, then, then it's between that person and God. Right. And, and honestly, they may be condemned right. because they are taking it in that manner. In an unworthy manner. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 But, but I don't believe that we should dictate. I've always, you know, I've always been against that with that idea within the cat with in Catholicism. Right. Of them uh, determining who is worthy to receive. Right. Uh, a man determining right. uh, the worthiness. And so yeah. that's kind of where I stand. I don't think we should, you know, interfere with that. Right. Chris, what do you think, man? Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I, I would start by saying uh, I've got family that, that are in the Catholic Church, and I appreciate much about them. One of them is their high view of communion, and, and sometimes I really uh, I think we could learn something from from them that there's such a beautiful imagery and focus that they place there. Right. Um, that said, um, the idea of who is worthy and who is not is no one who takes communion, your church, my right. church, our churches, is worthy. None right. of us are worthy. Right. And so certainly um, we would want to make sure that we take communion in a worthy manner. And, and I think my guess is in part the Catholic Church is leveraging communion yeah. to make a greater point. And I agree with their point yeah, is... Right. Yeah that abortion is awful, yeah. and it's inconsistent with yeah. not only Catholicism, but with the Christian faith at large. But I do think maybe they've taken a step too far by leveraging mm-hmm. communion, the sacrament, um, for for maybe that purpose. Steph, what do you think? I just remember being a kid in the Baptist church, and when it was time to take communion, and the pastor said, if you... You know, take it in if you take it, you are doomed, and I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was scary as a kid. Right, right. I, I can you know, I, I agree with what Chris said. I can see the value of it. I understand right. what they're saying. Absolutely. Leveraging it. I don't know. Should we leverage right. communion right. ever? I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just, and I, on this article I put on the back of it, how would that feel in our church? Right. I mean, right. at our church right now, we hand it out um, at the door as they come in. So what do we sure. say? Are you a Democrat? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can't even. I can't even imagine asking right. that. Are you right. Republican? Right. I, right. What right. question do you ask? But I do think the abortion issue is very. Well, I, I understand what they're saying. And yeah. to be fair, they're not saying you can't take it because you're a Democrat or you no, can't take right. it. They're saying you right. can't take it because you are a person of great influence mm-hmm. and you have the mantle of leadership mm-hmm. yeah. and you're embracing this radical wonder, position. Right. I'm not defending I, that. I I'm wonder. just saying th- that's yeah. what they're saying is I, you are president or yeah. you are speaker or you are whatever yeah. and you want your Catholicism in your left mm-hmm. hand mm-hmm. and you want your radical abortion policy yeah. in your right hand. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this, this is just Greg. I do think 
we will all have to give an account oh, for absolutely. missed opportunities. Absolutely. I, I'm not saying a heaven and hell account, but mm -hmm. you know, I yeah. think if I've not made the most of the opportunities that I've been given, I think I'm going to have to answer for that someday. Yeah. And I would just, I, I would say, I agree with that is, um, not knowing the inner workings and, and the, and having great understanding of everything Catholic, I would say that it feels a bit like like church discipline in the yeah. sense that, yeah. and that's biblical. And, yeah. and again, I'm not, how they're going about it, I might not agree with right. uh, fully, but there is a sense of, of again, this is abortion and, and, and the push for it, I believe, is is patently unbiblical. Uh -huh. yeah. And so I think the pushback from the Catholic Church is saying, you you need to own this. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I again, I agree with that portion, right. but not the full execution. Right. Oh, absolutely. The, you know, kind of the proclamation they're making is is uh is important and and i would you know i would kind of add to this if you know if if uh if this you know where does it end right right because it may go beyond communion yeah. to other social issues same-sex yeah. right. uh, marriage and all, and all yeah. of that and they and they use the then they turn and use the leverage of tax yep. exemption yep mm -hmm. yep taking away tax exemption so you know it is kind of a that's the perfect segue to what I want to talk okay. about next, which is religious freedom and liberty. Mm -hmm. And so there were two court cases that were settled last week, one at the Supreme Court level, one at the state level in Colorado. At the state level in Colorado, Christian Baker Jack Phillips. I mean, if there's a person that's been more persecuted no under the umbrella of religious yeah. freedom no in the last decade, I don't know who it is, yeah. but he was in court again, and he's lost. Um, someone came in and said, will you paint... Will you bake a pink well, birthday cake? Well, it wasn't just cake? someone. Well, She's but, done this. Like, well, but, but before they no. found out who it was, okay. the call was, yeah. we want a pink birthday cake. The answer was, well, of course we'll do that. Right. Called right back and said, I just called and I actually want a pink and blue birthday cake to celebrate my transgender transition. Mm -hmm. They said, we can't do that. And they spun that as discrimination. You would bake it when it was just a birthday cake, when it was a transgender celebration birthday cake, you mm -hmm. wouldn't do it. And he mm -hmm. lost at yeah. the state level. Now, he will win on appeal, mm -hmm. whether it's in Colorado, probably not in Colorado, but at the Supreme Court level. But Steph, this guy has been in court for most of the last 10 years. Yeah. How does he make money when yeah. he has to keep paying lawyers? Yeah, I mean, he's just cakes. trying to bake cakes. Yeah. Yeah. And my thing is, you, there's probably... 42 bakers yeah. in a 20 mile radius that would do it for Absolutely. her. Absolutely. Go yep. find someone that will do it for you. Right. I don't that's the part I don't understand right. except the point that Well, it is to persecution. Make. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Yeah. You know, and and yet it's a reminder, Miles, to kind of what you were saying, we've got to look at all of these cases holistically mm -hmm. and long term and even if we're cheering something on in the temporary in 2021, could that same principle come around? and harm you yeah. from a different perspective. There was a second case that was settled at the Supreme Court level. This is considered a win for religious freedom and liberty. Uh, the Supreme Court voted 9-0. I mean, do they vote 9-0 very often? <laughs> but they voted 9-0 in favor of Catholic social services against the city of Philadelphia. And one of the things I've read about this is both sides really aren't happy. So mm -hmm. the the people that weren't happy that Catholic Social Services won said, you know, you're you're discriminating, it's awful. The conservative side of things said the ruling is so narrow that it really doesn't impact any other cases. Right. It could have been a slam dunk for religious freedom and liberty, but in reality it only spoke to this one case, mm -hmm. and that's why you had the 9-0 ruling. Mm -hmm. Chris, it's just a reminder, we live in the land of the free, but— um, 
it's always changing. It's ever evolving. Absolutely. And I think on that first case, especially, and you guys were hitting on it, it is definitely a, uh, it's a, it's a season where, where Christians are open, open game. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes and what plays out, but we're going to keep looking. And again, I told Steph for a year now, that's probably the issue that has, you know, my attention as much as anything else. Uh, we're coming up on Independence Day. I'm so thankful that we live in the land of the free. Amen. But we've got to realize that um, things are changing, and we need to be aware. And I'm thankful for our Supreme Court. Good stuff. Well, hey, let's take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about Juneteenth, the newest federal holiday. Miles Clark, Chris Lawler, Stephanie Spangler, Greg Taylor, you're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great! Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Our world needs humble, confident, bold, and integrity-infused leaders. Live online and in person at more than 500 host venues across the United States, it's the premier leadership event of 2021, the Global Leadership Summit, Thursday and Friday, August 5 and 6. World-class faculty includes Craig Rochelle, Malcolm Gladwell, Dr. Francesca Gino, Dr. Henry Cloud, and more. Join your local community live online or in person at Second Church of Christ in Danville by going to globalleadership.org slash summit. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, June 24. Greg Taylor, Stephanie Spangler in studio with us today. Our friends, Miles Clark from Crossroads Christian Church here in Danville. Chris Lawler from Catlin Church of Christ down in Catlin. And Steph, uh, this Sunday night at Second Church, it's Hymnology 2.0. 
And what does the 2.0 mean? Well, I think it just means it's the second one, time that right, we're doing right. it, right? Yeah. Who, who can I didn't come up with the 2.0. Who did that? Do you know? I don't know. It just kind of evolved. It just kind of had a life of its own. It did. But you know, um, someone asked me why we're calling it hymnology right. when we're not singing only hymns. Correct. And so I looked up the definition of hymn in Webster's di- dictionary. You know what it says? What does it say? A song of praise. So to really, a yeah. any song could so be there you go. Hymn. Yeah. That's right. But it's going to be a good time. So the little flair is there's some Southern gospel in there. That's right. So if you want to come, 5 o'clock. And I've heard you Sunday practicing. Night. Yeah, we've been practicing. And we've got Bean Han. Yeah. We've got you. We've got Bryce Yates on the big stand-up bass. Yep. Justin Silver on the keys. Yep. And Chris, Kent Reining. Oh, Kent Reining, right. Singing. Yeah. Right. It's going to yeah. be a good time. And ice cream after. Ice cream to follow. That's you right. can't go wrong with <laughs> Five o'clock and ice Sunday cream. night. Yep. But hey, we couldn't do direct line without our wonderful sponsors. Who are we saying thank you to? Well, we're thankful for Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley, the team at Hans Tank Wash, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance, Chris and Daisha Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, and Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, which I have to say, the yes. Golden Arches went yes. up last week in Covington. Yes. When you cross the bridge there at 136 into yep. Covington, it is like, ooh. I mean, the golden arches are huge. Those are big. Yeah. And I was driving in just this week to get my hair cut. Yeah. And I thought, I'm going to get a cup of coffee. And it's not open well, no, yet. No, not yet. They're not done. Give me but an open date. I think they said they moved it back to August. Okay. So, so I, I can get my McDonald's coffee. In Covington now. In Covington. After you get your hair cut. In a couple weeks. Yeah. I can't wait. Me too. Okay. Well, hey, um, Juneteenth. Do you know anything about Juneteenth, Stephanie? I did not. Can I tell did you, you before? I didn't know until Before I moved to Danville, I don't think I'd ever even heard of it. And I remember hearing talk about it last year. Mm-hmm. Well, it became a federal holiday last week. Okay. Our mm-hmm. Senate doesn't do anything unanimous. They voted 100 to 0 hmm. to make it a federal holiday. Yeah. Uh, the House overwhelmingly approved it. Uh, President Biden signed it into law. And so now every June 19th, June uh, Juneteenth. I always mix that up. Yeah. Juneteenth will be a federal holiday. Like but we get the day off of work. Yes, it'll be a federal holiday. Yeah. Absolutely, it's just like uh, Memorial Day, really? just like the Fourth of July. Yeah. Uh, now well, I'm saying, are we getting the day off? Hey, it's federal holiday, Is Stephanie. Okay. Yeah, right. absolutely. He's asking the boss. I'm asking the big guy. Yeah. <laughs> now here's the interesting thing about it: is Juneteenth celebrates when the last of the slaves right. learned right. that they were actually free. Here's the tragedy in it: they did not learn until June. 19, 1865, and the Emancipation Proclamation was signed in, what, 1862? Yes. Almost three years earlier, happened Mm. in Galveston, Texas, and I got to just tell you, I think it's a great idea. Why does that surprise you? That it took three years for the... Well, how did they communicate it, I mean, back then? I I get all of that. I guess maybe I'm not saying it's surprising. I'm saying it's tragic that there were people that were legally freed in 1862. I mean, it's tragic that there was slavery. It's right. one of the dark blots right. in our country's history. Right. But it's tragic to me that for three more years, mm-hmm. people lived the life of a slave yeah. unnecessarily. That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, it, it it was a month after the the war was the war over. ended, right? Right. And uh, and 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 they had telegraph. I mean, they had all, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but it just it, it was not communicated. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I agree. But I got to tell you, as a person of faith, as a Christian, I think we should champion the idea of a holiday that celebrates the wiping out of a great evil. I think we ought to celebrate that. I think that's something that we ought to champion. Absolutely. And from the article that you sent, uh, Juneteenth and the Freedom It Unleashed, I mean, I had just quotes and quotes that I love, but but 
specifically, I loved how it reminds us that that this is something we all can be united about. Is is the author Ryan Bomberger says. Juneteenth doesn't belong to one group of people. It belongs to all Americans. It's a testament to the unity of both black people and white people who went to great lengths to break the chains of bondage. And as much as slavery slavery is an ugly part of our past, so is the—on the the other side, there is this truth that— that we we opposed it together, right? You know, and right, so right, that there was right. a, a sense of of this this is good for all of us. Yeah. So I love Ryan Bomberger. I don't know uh-huh. if you guys know his story or not. Just a he little. was conceived in rape. Yeah, yeah. His mother made the choice to have him and give him up for adoption. He was adopted by parents who adopted, I think, 12 other children. Um, He describes his family as basically the United Nations. You look (laughs) at it, and uh, just a powerful, powerful voice for life. I loved, I'm I'm linking right now this article that he wrote about Juneteenth, and I want him in Danville. I want to find a way to get him to Danville. Powerful, powerful. Now, yes. Miles, you and I last Thursday night were invited by our friend, Pastor Thomas Miller, uh-huh. to attend a gathering. Pastor Miller has just been passionate that we, as faith leaders, we need to lead the charge yes. when it comes to this idea of racial unrest mm-hmm. and the problem of racism. And there were 25 of us gathered at his church, yep. 13 black brothers, 12 white brothers. Yes. Uh, I thought it was a great night. It was. What, what do you say about that? It was. Uh, I am, you know, just Pastor Miller just used uh, wisdom yeah. um, because I think I think we are all those who are gathering, I think we are all tired yeah. of what is happening, yeah. you know, between black and white um, within the church. Right. And so, um, so, so I, I came in, you know, kind of prepared to confront some things. Okay. And we're going to, I, I yeah. know we're going to do that. Right. Right. But Pastor Miller split us up into those groups of four. Yeah. And what yeah. wisdom there was, you know, you, at the tables, there were two white pastors and two black I mean, there are a couple of groups of five, we had five I think. at my table, but right. But right. Uh, and then just said, get to know each yeah. other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we are going to be. I'm going to be calling the guys that I sat with. Yeah. And making an appointment for lunch. Yeah. Just so that we can talk. And so what we did was introduce ourselves, the churches, the congregations that we represented, and. Uh, and it was it was a very good evening. And I know, Chris, you'd have been there if you didn't have church that I night. Know it, and I, um, and yeah. I, I want to get you a part yeah, of this, but I, like I to. told Pastor Miller, incredible job. There's yeah. 25 of us here, but we could have three or four times this oh, many yeah. just faith leaders in this community. And yeah. uh, I think it has to start with the leaders of the church. We have to model it. And it, it's not that if I just preach this one sermon mm-hmm. or if I just teach mm-hmm. this one curriculum— we got to live it, you know, yeah. and, and Miles, I think we are living it. You know, mm-hmm. I think one of the things I was sitting by Reverend Frank McCollum mm-hmm. learned so much from him. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we have a common friend in mm-hmm. Roosevelt Davis mm-hmm. and just the wisdom that, that mm-hmm. Frank had that night, mm-hmm. just so helpful. And it, it's like you said, there's no reason I can't grab a cup of coffee with him or oh, a, a lunch with him and just lean on one another. Yeah. And, you know, Courtney Watson at Serve yeah. Together yes. said that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, Terry Goodwin said, it, right. that Courtney had shared that, yep. that we have to get together, we have to uh, be together right. and come to one another's congregations. Yep. Yep. So I, Courtney doesn't know it yet, but I'm going to be giving him a call. I'm going to yeah. pulpit swap with him. Awesome. And uh, 
Yeah. You know, he did so. a great job. Oh, he did a wonderful served together. job. Yeah. I, I needed that message. I was so tired from the day. I didn't even work. I, I just drove around and prayed <laughs> all day. We were tired. It was hot. Um, and I just, I was so refreshed by the message that he brought. And well, I love that he stuff. had, at, before he actually started his message, he had us all get up and yeah. oh. find someone else to oh, sit yeah. with. And I met an, a wonderful lady from his yep. church. Yeah. And that was a great just right. a great way to say, let's yeah. meet somebody different that yeah. you don't know. His message was, what, it's time to move? Time to move. Time to, time move. to move. Time to it move. It was good stuff. Yeah. Hey, also want to give a shout out to my friend Lestan Hoskins. Mm-hmm. He's planning a weekend of events this weekend. Uh-huh. There's a youth basketball tournament at Garfield Park on Saturday. I don't know if it's too late to sign up for that or not, but you can reach out to the Community Church of God in Lestan. If nothing else, come out and watch mm-hmm. the basketball yeah. that's mm-hmm. being yeah. played. It's an anti-violence uh, event, and I'm thankful for his heart for that. But then on Sunday night, after I sing my hymns and after I yep. eat my ice cream, I'm I'm heading back to Garfield yeah. Park because he is putting together a community prayer gathering from 6 to 8 p.m. at Garfield Park. Mm-hmm. And all are welcome. And it's just a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. I'm always better when I step outside my comfort zone mm-hmm. and I st- spend time with people that I'm not regularly in right. communion with. with yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just a it's good a great stuff. start. So yeah. really, really thankful. Hey, real quick, we're going to go to break, but I got a question for the preachers in here. No offense, Stephanie. Is the book of Hebrews the toughest New Testament book to preach or teach? What do you think? I, I'm just starting a study through the book of Hebrews, and um, I just think it is a challenge. I'm I'm being challenged. Yeah, what challenges like that. you? Uh, what is it that— Well, I don't—one, I don't think I've preached it a lot and taught it a lot. Number two, we don't really even know who wrote it. I mean, there's all this speculation about that. Um, Maybe not, but I was just thinking, you know, I'm really comfortable in books like Romans and the Corinthians Mm -hmm. and Ephesians and Galatians. Love the Gospels. Mm -hmm. Um, First Peter, First John, James, no problem. Just the Hebrews. I don't know. I think think for me— But it may just be me. I don't know. I think it is. I mean, I think if— if not difficult, it probably takes more time for us to do backstory and help right. bring bring our people along with us because there is so much Jewish uh-huh. connection right. that it's yes. that if we don't take the time to explain it and do the work ourselves, then because a lot of it gets missed. He's proving that Jesus is the Messiah. He's right. proving that Jesus is the Christ with and, the Hebrew scriptures. And I think what's difficult for us is the fact that um, it was intended for Jews, right? Right. And, I mean, deeply intended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if and if you you know what we miss some things because we uh, don't come from that background. Yeah, right. It's exactly what Chris was talking right. about that we've got to know the background. But I think it's a great book. Th- this is what's hitting me. If you're out there and you've wrestled with, do I really think Jesus really was the Messiah? Do mm-hmm. I really think he was the Christ? Or was he just this good moral teacher? Was he just this good moral compass? I'd challenge you to read the, the book of Hebrews mm-hmm. because sure. that's what the author of Hebrews really is setting out uh-huh. is we have Psalms. You know, we, today we were looking at Second Samuel 7. We have the Old Testament yep. scriptures, and they're all pointing us to a Savior. Uh-huh. They're all yeah. pointing us to well, Jesus. That's, and that's what I love about it. It really does give us a good model for the church, though, is to say, know your audience and yeah. do whatever you can to connect them to Jesus. And in that case, that's what was necessary. And so it's a good mm-hmm. model for yeah. us to say, how do we know our people to be able to connect Mm-hmm. Hey, so we're going to go to break real quickly. Someone wants to know more about Crossroads Christian Church. What's the best way they can find out info about Crossroads? Uh, they can go to our website and just type in Crossroads Christian Church of Danville. Okay. 
uh, because what we've learned is there are a whole bunch of <laughs> um, popular name. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, they can go to the website, and the website uh, is pretty detailed. Yeah. Uh, or they can call. Okay. Uh, and the number is 217-443-4323. And if they want to show up on a Sunday, what time is the worship service? Uh, the service, uh, we have first service at 9 o'clock, okay. and then 1045 is the second service. And are they the same, identical services? They're identical. Okay. Uh, I will say if, if someone is a, a little, you know, the COVID and, yeah. and yeah. social distancing, second service would be uh, the service that they should Try out smaller, yeah, yeah, okay, good stuff. And live streaming still, are you guys yes. live streaming? Still okay. live streaming our first service, nine o'clock, yeah. okay. Chris, what about you, Catlin? Someone wants to know more about Catlin Church of Christ. Yeah, it's catlinchurch.com. Sorry, a little more uh, concise than yours. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and there aren't many of those out there. Yeah. And uh, then our Facebook page. And and uh, right now, um, and we're in the process very close of, of really tweaking a lot of this. Yeah. But right now, Sunday morning's at, at 10. Okay. Awesome. Good deal. Well, guys, thank you for being with us this week. I got one more segment before I get you out of here. It's my history segment. Stephanie loves history. history. But history. before we do that. I do too. Yeah. Before we do that, we've got to go to break. One final break. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. Our world needs humble, confident, bold, and integrity-infused leaders. Live online and in person at more than 500 host venues across the United States, it's the premier leadership event of 2021, the Global Leadership Summit, Thursday and Friday, August 5 and 6. World-class faculty includes Craig Rochelle, Malcolm Gladwell, Dr. Francesca Gino, Dr. Henry Cloud, and more. Join your local community live online or in person at Second Church of Christ in Danville by going to globalleadership.org slash summit. This is Deanna Witzel from Rivermean County McDonald's. Our family and staff enjoy being a part of your family's lives. From a stop at McDonald's on your way to work or planning a lunch with friends or coworkers, we understand, understand that, that you need quick and friendly service with hot and fresh food. I'm Don Witzel, and we strive to fill that need every day. Whether, Whether you're, you're on your way, way home from school or work, your Vermillion County McDonald's is waiting to serve you an afternoon snack or a family dinner. This is Rob Witzel along with my sister Katie. We, we invite, invite you to stop, stop at your favorite Vermillion County McDonald's today. At McDonald's, we're a part of every community. Hans Tankwash is thankful for the impact of Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Here now from Executive Director Bethany Hager. For almost 30 years, Women's Care Clinic has provided free services to local women and men making pregnancy decisions. We offer pregnancy testing, ultrasound scanning, parenting education, group support, and assistance with all the items parents need to welcome home baby. Thank you, Vermillion County, for all your support. Find us at danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. 
You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. It's Stephanie and Greg, and we're wrapping up this uh, week's episode with Chris Lawler and Miles Clark. Chris from Catlin, Church of Christ, and Miles from Crossroads. We're glad to have you guys with us. No, it's been a good week, hasn't it? It's been good. Lots of yes. good conversation. Okay, let's talk about this article that yes. you're going to link from the Christian Post. Yeah. It says, Christians are happier in marriage, and men are more satisfied. I'm assuming that means Christian men. But Jen, no, no, it doesn't. It, doesn't mean it means it's men in general. Men in general to this. are yeah. more satisfied. Yeah, but I like the article. It's, later on, it says, men think they're satisfied, <laughs> but they're actually resistant to admitting there is a right. problem. Yeah, so, right. um, and but the the alarming thing said Gen X is in trouble with That's marriages. You and me. That's us. Yes. Uh, three yes. three out of four of us yes. are Gen Xers mm-hmm. here today. Yep. And I'll admit I'm divorced, so I went through what this yep. is talking about. But kind of fascinating, guys. What do you think of this? Well, I would be remiss if I didn't use the opportunity to say this this week it will be our 22nd anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. congratulations. And started dating 30 years wow. ago Dude. in August. So, yeah, that's Good crazy. Job. But, yeah, I, I really appreciate the Did you article. guys grow up together? I'm trying we, to remember. Sort of. We lived in the same town about okay. four blocks from each other, but didn't meet until mm. we were in our teens. Oh, gotcha. Wow. Okay. 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 Happy anniversary. Well, thanks. Yeah. thanks. That's awesome. Good yeah, stuff. So. Well, hey, just looking at the stats here, the mm-hmm. study says, and 1,500 people were surveyed about marriage and divorce from April 15 to May 10, and it shows that 59% of all U.S. adults report being very satisfied in marriage. That seemed pretty high to me, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but among practicing Christians, that number jumps to 73%. Wow. Now, I, I've always heard through the years that the stats for Christians in marriage are no different than the stats for non-Christians. This is really going directly against yeah. it mm-hmm. and is saying that pr- they're using the term practicing Christian. Yeah, I think that's 73%. key. 73%. That's mm-hmm. not anything to you know roll your right. nose up at. Right. Right. I didn't think. Yeah. It also says that 65% of men report being very satisfied in their marriage, while only 52% of women report the same. And that has nothing to do with faith. That's just male, female. Mm-hmm. Surprising or not? What do you think? I, I don't think it's surprising to me because, okay. I mean, the the, the distance between uh, the two. Yeah. Because I think, I think men tend to ignore issues. They tend to assume things. Right. And and honestly, they I think they take their wives for granted. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so I think that's why they state that they're you yeah. know satisfied. So. Yeah. Yeah. Here, yeah. Here's the last stat that I want to get to quickly. That I want to hear from you guys. It said that 65 percent of millennials, that's my kids, that's your kids, are satisfied in their marriage. 61 percent of boomers, I think that's you, right, Miles? Um, right. But right. only 47 percent of Gen Xers wow. are um, happy in their marriage, and uh, they introduced a term I'd never heard of before: gray divorce. Mm. Uh, this idea that when the kids are out. Many marriages end, and uh, that just seems sad to me. Yeah. You know, you go to all this work and effort to raise your kids, and then yeah. decide, I'm yeah. out. I don't you know. You mentioned during the break that we go to the effort into our kids, but we don't go to the effort into our spouses. Yeah, so. yeah. Again, I think it's that taking each other for granted mm-hmm. yeah, and not investing and not, you know, spending time. Yeah. And uh, because, um, you know, uh, there's an old quote and it says, unless you lovingly and energetically, you know, pour into your marriage, right. uh, the result will be that you'll naturally drift apart. Yeah. 
And so, yeah. you know, I think that's a part of, you know, what, what we're seeing. Yeah. I thought one of the most positive things from the whole article was the very last, um, the very last paragraph. The younger the adults were who were questioned, the more likely they were to seek counseling. Yes. I think that's encouraging. Yeah. And, yeah. and it says black Hispanic, black, Hispanic, and couples with children younger than 18 were more likely to seek mm -hmm. marital counseling. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's wonderful. I do mm -hmm. think, and yeah. not just for marriage, but across the board, right. I think the stigma yeah. of whether it's mental health uh -huh. or yeah. marriage yeah. issues, yeah. the yeah. stigma of, of getting help mm -hmm. is largely, it's not gone, but yeah. it's so much better True. than yeah. it used to be. True. I, I yeah. agree. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. Well, again, if you're out there and you find yourself in a situation where you're wondering, is my marriage all that it can be? Or maybe you find yourself struggling, reach out for help. Mm -hmm. You know, you I got, got three pastors right Absolutely. here that would help Absolutely. you. Well, and again, I'm not a marriage counselor, right. but I talk to people all the time. Right. And I think uh, rarely do you wish your marriage into a better state, you mm -hmm. know, or hope your marriage right. into a better state. Um, and I think uh, the resources that we have right in, here in Danville and Vermilion County are available. So yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Hey, guys, real quickly, I've started a new segment, the history mm. segment. Stephanie just loves it. We went from the grumpy old man <laughs> segment. We don't do that anymore, yeah. I guess. And now we've yeah. gone to the history segment. I turned over a new page. Is that right? I'm okay. happier. I've, okay, good. So um, in, in the uh, context of happiness, June 24, 64 AD, the Roman Emperor Nero begins persecuting Christians. Obviously not a happy thing. And of course, this would lead up to the fall of Jerusalem and the destruction of the temple in 70 AD. Uh, but this week in history, 64 AD, it really got bad. And it's just a reminder, Chris Lawler, there's persecution of Christians going on all yeah. over the world in 2021. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no doubt. Can't take yeah. that for granted. Second thing, uh, June 19, 1910, the first Father's Day celebration takes place in Spokane, Washington, at the Spokane YMCA Sonora Smart Dodd, whose father was a Civil War vet that raised his six children as a single father when his wife died in childbirth with their sixth child. She said, we've got to celebrate the dads. Yeah. And we did celebrate the Dad's Sunday. We did. We had hot dogs and Dad's root beer. I don't yes. know what oh, you guys man. did. Nice, but nice. Have you ever had I a... forgot about Dad's root beer. Have you had a Rick Lighting hot dog? Yeah, I have. I mean, I'm not a big hot dog so. guy. I can mm -hmm. eat a Rick Lighting mm -hmm. hot dog every day. It's good Lighting stuff. Lighting meats. Yes. If you're interested. Right. Look yeah. it up. Good, good Substantial stuff. And yeah, hot the Dad's root beer, man, it was a hit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah we did that at one point. Yeah. Uh, but... Forgot this year. Yeah, Good stuff. Forgot, I forgot that. Well, that's gold for next year. You Absolutely. guys, yeah, yeah totally stealing it. Last thing, June 21, eighteen ninety two. Pastor Reinhold Niebuhr is born in Wright City, Missouri. He is famous for many things. I know him best because he would craft a prayer. That Stephanie, we pray every week mm -hmm. at Celebrate Recovery, mm -hmm. the Serenity Prayer. Mm -hmm. um, just a reminder: Celebrate Recovery is for anyone with a hurt a hang-up, or habit. It's a Christ-centered 12-step recovery program. Mm -hmm. All are welcome, 6 p.m. Tuesday night. It's at Second Church, but it's bigger than Second oh, Church. Absolutely. And so for the Good News segment, how about you pray the serenity prayer for us as how we end? We How's that? that? Yeah. Okay, right. here we go. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, 
taking, as Jesus did, this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life, and this is my favorite part, and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen. And that is the final word from Stephanie Spangler. Thank you for listening to Direct Line this week. Thank you, Miles. Thank you, Chris. We'll see you next week. God bless.